Welcome to A Decent Distraction, where our bongs are named Chenandler and our sarcasm flows like the Nile. I'm Lucas. I'm Jack. And the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, the hitman next door is actually a pretty nice guy. To our returning fans, if you put mayonnaise on our burger again, we're going to come over to your house, chop your legs off, set your house on fire, and watch as you drag your bloody stumps out. Now for a decent distraction after a brief word from one of our sponsors. When four-time hard hog hoedown champion Justin Red is preparing for a showcase, He'll do whatever it takes to bring home the golden lug nut. He knows if you want to win, you have to put in the work. Some punks think they can throw a pair of truck nuts on a sportster and call themselves a man. But real men aren't afraid to go the extra mile. Justin's wife left him because he spent their anniversary wet sanding a fuel tank and spent his daughter's surgery money on white walls. So when he's loading up his hog and headed to Testoster Fest, he only trusts one ratchet strap to keep his baby safe. Oh yeah, it ain't going nowhere. Taint ratchet straps. Taint going nowhere. Ah, damn it. Taint Ratchet Traps is owned by Giant Capitalist Machine LLC, a non-profit organization. Ratchet Traps for aesthetic purposes only not intended for real-world use. Taint Ratchet Traps is not responsible for damage or injury to motorcycles, stained glass windows, armors, hands, legs, spinal cords, artwork, pets, or anything at all when the event of an accident occurs. Taint Ratchet Traps are made in America-ish. Thank you so much to that sponsor. Before we get into the show, we just wanted to uh, take a point and say if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, you can call the Addiction Hotline at 1-800-662-4357. That's 1-800-662-4357. And remember, addiction is a disease, and it's not something that you should carry alone. Please ask for help. If you fall off the wagon, get back up and appreciate that you were on the wagon to begin with. And just try to hold on longer next time. <coughs> so, uh, obviously, we uh, have lost <coughs> lost Matthew Perry this past week. Uh, don't worry, folks. This, we're not going to make this a, a, a super sad episode. Um, but we did want to th- we did want to talk a little bit about uh, about Mr. Perry and, and how much we appreciated him. Um, of course. Everybody knows him as Chandler Bong from Friends. <laughs> Chan- <laughs> Chandler, Chandler, Bong. Chandler Bong from Friends. Uh, but, um, and that was, you know, that role was very, uh, very important in shaping who I was. And, and, and just, he taught me the art of sarcasm. That's who I learned it from. Um, but uh, the other quote about the, uh, the mayonnaise and the cutting your legs off. Uh, that uh, is actually uh, from a, another movie he is in. Uh, it's called The Whole Nine Yards, and there's a sequel called The Whole Ten Yards. If you're not familiar, it's him and Bruce Willis. Fantastic. Um, of course, Bruce Willis, you know, another another um, 
another sad uh, sad situation you know he's he's struggling and with with things and deteriorating and we're you know we're sad to see these people that we've that we've looked up to and grown up with um struggling but um but yeah we want to talk about the the things that we love about them and the in the way that they they've made us laugh um and if you haven't seen uh those movies <coughs> pardon me uh it they're they're well worth the watch a uh, quick synopsis uh Matthew Perry is a dentist in Canada in a very loveless marriage and uh he's originally from Chicago and is he gets a new neighbor and it's Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis is a former hitman for the uh an organized crime family in Chicago where Matthew Perry's character is from and uh that's that's where it starts and it's it's great it's funny it's Matthew Perry at his best Bruce Willis is great and just so funny in it uh, Amanda Peet if you're familiar that's kind of uh, that was the first thing I saw in um, great great movie um, and another another sad thing about that movie Michael Clark Duncan is a, is a hitman in that as well um, man and uh, I love Michael Clark Duncan yeah and there's some great he's got some great stuff too. Kevin Pollack. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie. I'll have to <coughs> check it out. Definitely, it definitely worth the watch. Heck yeah. Man. So many iconic roles for him, though. For Ch- for uh, Mr. Chandler Bing. Yeah. Mr. Matthew Perry. Um, it was short-lived, but he had uh, they did the remake of The Odd Couple with uh, him and the dude from 9-9. Or not nine nine Reno nine one one. Oh, um, I can Thomas never remember his name. Something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The the officer yeah, dangled yeah. or the short shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thomas it Lennon was actually I think is his name. Thomas Lennon. Yeah. Yes, it was actually really funny. I love Matthew Perry. Like he could he could do no wrong in my book. Yeah, I I, I actually like never wrong. I never watched that one. I remember when it came out, but there was another one that he was in. And it, I think it only got one season. I think it was called Mr. Sunshine, I believe is what it was called. And it, they were, um, it took place in like a, a sports arena or some kind of uh, venue of some kind. And he ran the ran the place. And <clears throat> I mean, it was funny. Like he's, he's, he would just always do his thing. And it was always, it was always fun to watch. Man, I think my favorite thing about, friends is watching all the bloopers because he makes just I, f- I bet on set with him was just a dream because there's one take that i saw where they're running a scene and in the scenes jennifer anderson courtney cox and matthew perry and matt or uh, courtney cox just is flubbing like she she cannot get her her line right yeah. and like in this they've already done like tried a couple takes so they're they're deep into it and then it goes to Jennifer Aniston, and she gets the flubs. <laughs> and uh, so Matthew Perry is essentially just sitting at this table, and uh, you know they they flub a couple more times, and Jennifer Aniston goes, "How you holding up, Maddie?" And then he just like melts in his chair <laughs> and falls to the floor, snoring. Yeah. And I'm just like, "Yes, he's it's so good. I've I've I love watching those bloopers and things too. <coughs> uh, there's one of his that actually I didn't know, but it made it into the show and I never realized it was a blooper until probably a, a year or so ago I saw it online. So 
And actually, Courtney Cox comes through with the with the funny, but Matthew comes in and he messes up his line. He's supposed to come in and say, "They turn my blue blazer black." I think is the line, something like that. And he says, "They turn my blue blazer black," and like he just he fumbles it, and <laughs> and then he says it again like slowly. And Monica goes, "No, you said it wrong. You're stupid." <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was so good. Oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was one that made it into uh into the show. I love it. I love it when bloopers and, and improv things like that make it into the show. It's it's so great. And I have to say, like uh I, I'm glad that the uh you know, that we're we're doing different things and we're not all things are in front of a live studio audience, but I had I always wanted to go and and watch that watch live, um, yeah. Because yeah, as a as a kid growing up, we watched it when it would come on live. Me and my me and my mom and my sisters and we we loved it. I remember very distinctly sitting upstairs and watching the finale. And um, yeah, I mean it's it's been it has been a part of my life for so long. And it came out in the in the early nineties. Uh, like ninety four, I believe something like that. It was like ninety four to oh three or oh four. Yeah, because like it, it yeah it had ten, ten seasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, they wild. You know, I also grew up watching it. Yeah, I will say I, I a lot of people that I think didn't see it when it was on, they don't they they don't appreciate, and I get it, I get it because if you're seeing today's things, it's um, you know, it's not as, I don't know, whatever, uh, pushing the envelope and things, but actually at the time it really was. Oh, and, yeah. and I, <coughs> I've come to really appreciate those things in comedy, like where you're seeing like the origin of beats and, and things just getting a little bit further and progressing and, you know, where it's all about, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants, right? You can do what you, you can go further because somebody else went further. And and Friends was definitely that show. I mean, they they talked about sex and things like that. That and that wasn't, you know, that wasn't very common in, in sitcoms, um, especially like on, you know, the the major networks and things. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plus, I feel like Friends ran or walked. So like shows like How I Met Your Mother could run. Right. Or characters like a Jake Peralta could run like. The sarcasm and, and is just all throughout that character, yeah. and like, you know, Chandler really kind of like mm-hmm. pushed that for sitcoms. Yeah, so. it it did a lot for sitcoms. It really did. Um, and thank you, Marta Kaufman, for doing that. <coughs> mm-hmm. And there's something else. She's uh, Grace and Frankie, also Marta Kaufman. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Which I have to say, I didn't love the ending. I honestly did honest. not see it. It's a it's a really good show. Um, so I've heard. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, we just want to say uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. Perry, for the I countless countless laughs, uh, and and more to come. I'm sure because I'm definitely gonna have to watch the whole nine yards and whole ten yards soon. Well, when I'm oh, when I'm man. emotionally stable enough, <laughs> um, like I I put online after he died, um, uh, 
you know, how much I appreciated him and his comedy and, and what it meant for me in forming my, not just my sense of humor and comedy, but also my personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, me like th- that's, that's who my family compares me to whenever they talk about me is Chandler. Um, and I said, so the, that was, uh, only the second time that the passing of a celebrity has made me cry. And, uh, of course the other one being Robin Williams and I, there's still Robin Williams movies that I, I don't think I'm ready to watch like, um, dead poet society and like patch Adams. I feel like patch Adams would wreck me as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, it was yeah, it was, I, I legitimately cried four or five times the next day. Yeah. Danielle and I, uh, she was scrolling through Facebook and she watched a video of a Charlie Puth concert and Charlie Puth starts playing the friend's theme song and then gets everybody singing with him. Yeah. And then segues it into that song from fucking Fast and the Furious uh, mm. when Paul Walker died. Oh. Uh, without you, my friend. Mm. So I'll tell oh, you right. all about it when I see you. And it had a mm. picture of Matthew Perry behind him on the screen. Yeah. And I just started bawling. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw like the, the videos of that concert and he was talking about and about to play a song, I just kept scrolling. I was like, nope, nope, can't do it. Sorry. Dude, I was <laughs> bawling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Perry, you were missed. And, uh, you know, I long live the Matt man. Absolutely. Long live the Matt man. And, and seriously, folks, uh, addiction is no joke. It's not something to take lightly. It's not something to think that you can handle on your own because you don't know if you can until you can't. And then it's too late. So, you know, don't, don't roll those dice. And some people, that's something that they have to deal with, and some people don't. But uh, if that's something that that you struggle with, let people know uh, so they can check in on you. And and you know, there's there's lots of resources. So please, yeah. please, please don't keep it to yourself. Matthew Perry was a big fighter for that. Um, so I think if we can take anything away, it's definitely take sobriety seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was you know because he wanted to be remembered for things that he did out of friends. So that's why we were talking about the whole nine yards and the ten yard ten whole yards. Uh, but also that things he did outside of his work for that. Yeah, he wants to be remembered by. So if you take anything away from this little portion, definitely reach out to your friends that you know may be struggling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, check in on your people. You know, just. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard and we don't want we don't want to lose anybody to that. So <sighs> All right. We need uh onward and upward. Yeah. Uh so that let's uh let's move along. I, as as you may have noticed there's only two of us today. Oh, uh, yeah. That is a first for a decent distraction. Uh the duo. So obviously Jack and I have alienated everyone else we've ever known and they said fuck you, we never want to see No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, actually what <laughs> happened is the uh, the apocalypse happened and uh I'm the only one that Lucas came back to save. So yeah. uh Yeah, I called that wrong. Jack Very thankful. Jack was actually doing pretty well. Like he, he he had the lightsaber in one hand and Thor's hammer in the other. He wasn't killing the zombies, but he was knocking them back, you know. Yeah. Uh so it, yeah. And Teddy came in handy too, mm-hmm. you know. Teddy was just jumping and pushing them down exactly. and he kept running with me, so Yeah. We're a fighting duo, I'll tell you I'll tell you that. 
Yeah, so we are broadcasting live from the tower in the Smyrna airport. Uh, Luke actually made Did it in there, Luke. but he uh, uh, he fell down the stairs once he was there. And oh, is that what happened to him? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I pushed him, but... <coughs> Well, I mean, that's yeah. that's survival of the fittest, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Luke is uh, at, at rehearsal for Christmas Carol, his second uh, second theater show. We're very excited that he's getting back into theater. Um, yes. And, uh, and Chris is also at a show where he is helping do sound and stuff. Uh, we can't talk about that show yet. It is no. not... Uh, Top secret. It is not public information yet, but it is a show that I'm very excited to see. Oh yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. So we're holding down the fort yeah. while they're while they're out. And uh, you know, once I realized that it was just going to be Jack and I, I I'd remembered that I I really wanted us to to get into some MCU stuff, some trivia, and talk about some things. Yes. And I know you know not everybody is is at the same level of like having watched it as Jack and I. Uh, it's okay. So Call it as it is. Nobody's at the same <laughs> level of nerd them that we are at this. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. that's that's true. Uh, so yeah, we are going to uh, take turns asking each other some trivia MCU. questions that we've come up with, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be able to stump each other a couple of times. We'll see. Oh man, I just remembered. There's only two of us, so there's not really a need for what am I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, there isn't. That's wild. All right then, let's uh, let's get her done. You know. But I'll tell you what. I'll 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 think of something, and if you get it exactly right, then that'll be cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're thinking about uh, cheese. It's chewable milk. Mm. No, I was actually thinking we should just flip a coin. <laughs> Oh, but is I was like literally thinking the of Dark a quarter Knight collector's coin, <laughs> like two faces. Yeah, mm. those were cool. Yeah, you know, I bet he forces a lot of conversations into something that's going to make people choose between two things. Oh, I mean, that's his whole thing. Absolutely, he yeah. does. He he will steer the conversation directly into it's that. It's like Harvey. There's a lot more options here. I don't know why. I no. there's different no, things. There's <laughs> now you're lying to me. Coin, is he lying to me? Yes or no? Looks like you're lying. <laughs> Boom! See? See? All right. Uh, so let's get right into some MCU trivia. Um, Who wants to go first? Answering her question. And uh, your your choice. Uh, so for those at home, we have only we're only going up to. Uh, Far from home. Far from home. So, which is the the movie that's after Endgame, because it kind of like dealing with Tony's legacy and stuff. So, um, and also it just kind of goes off the rails a little bit. That is actually the end of that saga. Yeah, I think it's it's what they say is it's technically the end of the Infinity Saga. So, yeah, because Multiverse Saga starts with Black Widow, which is so dumb. It should have yeah. been released earlier, and it would have been a better movie. It was released in a time when it didn't make any sense, and it made me sad no. because in ScarJo deserves so much world. better. She did a great job. I mean, just as good as any like of the original six, she did. She was so Phenomenal. so good, and uh, yeah, sad that she didn't she didn't get her 
a real shot well, at it. You know, it's we're in the multiverse yeah, now. It's, so yeah, maybe, maybe she'll be back. I think she will. I think she will. I think they're. I think the original six are going to be back together at some. point. I just hope they don't do it too soon. That's my biggest thing. And honestly, no, it'll definitely be probably the one of the next Avengers movies that we get them all. Yeah, back. that's too soon. I think that they're going to pull the card way too early, and I don't know how I like it, but I think that they're going to pull the RDJ card way too early. Yeah, yeah. Which is also why we're only going up to Far From Home, because, I mean, I I am not impressed <laughs> with, with the things that have come out after that. With weird few thing, exceptions. Though. Weird thing. It's weird that we're to the time that infin- or Endgame took place. So like mm-hmm. this is the year right. that Tony Stark died mm-hmm. in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I think that whenever that happens in real life, where there's time travel and like you hit those points, like when we hit 2015 and it was the Back yeah, to the Future Day, I yeah. was like, "This is fucking cool." Yeah. But where the fuck's all this shit? I want a microwave that just fucking beat me. Where's some food my hoverboard, man? Come on. I would learn how to hoverboard. Absolutely. Kind of sort of know how to skateboard by eating shit, but uh, how does eating shit help you? Oh, that's just how I stop. You eat pieces of I, shit for I, breakfast? No, I haven't figured out how to stop on a skateboard. So the last time that I did it, my idea was, I'll just step off the board while it's fucking going. <laughs> uh, yeah, ripped my favorite <laughs> pair of jeans, had a gash down my leg. It's on video, too, because when we were filming a, a documentary for my buddy Chase for film school for myself, and... uh they were just doing it to be funny because we were waiting on something, and I'm going, and then you hear, fuck, <laughs> I ripped my jeans, but there's, like, blood running down my hands oh, and my knees fucked up, yeah. and I'm just like, my jeans. My jeans. <laughs> yeah, don't, I mean, anything that's moving at a, at a good speed, if you hit ground that's not moving, <laughs> your body's going to continue moving, so. Yes, I uh, I can confirm that now. This is science with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. And I'm Luke. Why don't you uh, Why don't you start us off? All right, Lucas. Here we go. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna do one from the dome that I thought of. Okay. Um, what is the name of Carl Urban's character in Thor Ragnarok? That would be Scourge. Yeah. I had to think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, I'm, Carl Urban's great!" In that I movie. almost did something with him because I I love that character, and I'm a fan of Carl Urban as well. I like him. Okay, uh, all right, Jack, hit me with your best shot. In Iron Man, Tony Stark demonstrates a new missile. What is the name of that missile? May I present to you the Jericho missile? Nailed it. <laughs> With every order, we're going to ship in uh, 10 of these coolers. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. <laughs> that the intro Jericho. is so fucking good. So good. All right, Lucas. Here we go. Um, Let me find you a good one. In Avengers Endgame, which Infinity Stone does Natasha sacrifice herself for? That would be the Soul Stone on Vormir. You got it. Dude, I cried like a bitch in that scene. Oh, that in was... In theaters. That was heavy. That was heavy. Mm. I wonder if there's a version of the script where they had Clint sacrifice himself over her. Yeah, I wonder. 
I don't know if it would have meant as much, to be honest. I mean, I, lo I love Hawkeye, I love, you know, and, and Jeremy Renner, you know, obviously glad he's still yeah. with us after that terrible accident. But uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, ScarJo, you know, Black Widow, she was just. Uh, it made sense for the character arc. Yeah. And especially with, with her and, and kind of like taking on the leadership role of the kind of keeping things going and 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 becoming different from her past and and yeah it made it made more sense for her and and while it didn't make sense i don't think to send two uh non-enhanced people as a team like that seemed seemed like a bad idea to me not th i mean they're both very capable oh yeah but uh definitely roadie should have been with one and nebula yeah. with the other but uh for for the for the thematic reasons and and emotional reasons that's definitely how it had to happen or honestly like hulk could have gone with with them cuz i mean realistically anybody probably could have had the talk with the sorcerer supreme in 2012 didn't necessarily have to be bruce banner that's the only thing hulk did but he understood time well enough to 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 be able to talk with the ancient one about it though that's true. Out of everybody left, he mm -hmm. probably did know the best about it. Yeah, maybe Tony, but also Tony had to go meet his dad in the past and do all that kind of stuff. But well, that was before that because they're all doing that together, and then Tony yeah. fucks up grabbing the tesseract. Right, 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 right. He gets hit with a Hulk. Yeah. All right. Ready for number two? Number two. In Captain America: Civil War. The two sides face off at an airport. What country is the airport in? Oh. Oh, I'm loving the look fuck. on your face. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you no. should be glad. Oh, I originally had city written down. And then I looked oh, up the city no. and realized I had it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. It's not in the U.S. I know that. True. I want to say, like, Russia or something, but I don't think it is. Well, but I'm going to go with Russia. Final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry. It would be Germany. They were in Germany. Fuck. Yeah. I was trying to play back in my head. I was like, does does uh, William Hurt say anything about it? Does he does he say? And I was like, he probably does, but yeah. he names a lot of fucking countries. Honestly, they talk about it a lot in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah they do yeah. with uh, J with uh, what's his fuck um, John Krasinski, the parole officer. What John Krasinski is not an Ant Man and the Wasp. What are you? What? Yeah. Oh, Jim Halpert <laughs> is in Ant Man and the Wasp. I was like. What? I love getting people with I was that like, are you, are you talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. No, yeah, G I forgot Jim was in that. That's right. Yeah. You you had, you had me definitely for a second. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Uh, that, one of the best bits in that movie was also improvised whenever Randall Park is actually his name, the, uh, the agent. Yes. Uh, but he says, uh, I'll be seeing you. And goes to walk away, and that's supposed to be like the end of the scene. And then Scott goes, "Where?" <laughs> so that whole little <laughs> bit, that whole exchange was just improv on the on the fly. It was great. Paul Rudd, man, so he's good. amazing, so good. All right, 
In Avengers Endgame, what food is Scott Lang trying to eat when when it's blown out of his hand? Tacos. Tacos, indeed. I want... Okay. Number three. Trace. In Ant-Man, after Scott Lang gets out of prison and he gets fired from his job when they find out he's an ex-con, where did he work? Baskin Robbins. That is correct. I love that shit. <laughs> but, you know, if you wanted to uh, take a little <laughs> yogurt on your way out or ice cream, you know, I'd, I'd turn a blind eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you, yeah, you're telling good. me to steal right now? No, I mean, I mean, whatever you want to do is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. How well are you with No Way Home? Can I give you some trivia from that? You mean Far From Home? That's right. We're only ending this at Far From Home. I will not do well with No Way Home. I've only actually seen it once. Oh, dude, I loved it. Oh, uh, I did too. Fine. Absolutely. Um, what is the system that Tony Stark replaced Jarvis with? Monday. Is that your final answer? Well, since you shook your head, no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing it Tuesday. <laughs> you're on the right track. You're 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 on the right uh, track. But now I feel like you're just gonna. She's guess Irish. <laughs> she is Irish. Is she Irish? She does have an accent of I sorts. So, yeah. Uh oh, it's Friday. Damn it. <laughs> it is Friday. But I didn't get that one. Okay. All right. Okay. That's all right. I didn't get Germany, so um, we're even right now. All right. I'm going to save that one for the end because that's harder, I think. All right. <clears throat> this one's a two-parter. In Iron Man, when Tony replaces his arc reactor, he gives his old one to Pepper. What does she do with it, and what does it say? She puts it in a commemorative box, and it says, Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. That is correct. Boom. Boom shakala. All right. Speaking of pepper pots, mm -hmm. what is she allergic to? Strawberries. Correct. Those are my two favorite scenes because the lead up where he's getting the strawberries mm -hmm. um, and the whole interaction with the dude selling the strawberries. And he's like, I don't, I don't have any cash here. Take my watch. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, I, I don't want to be handed anything. Just put the strawberries in the seat. And he's like, are you Iron Man? He's like, sometimes. And he drives <laughs> off. And he's just like, we believe in you. That's great. And then the whole thing with the ticking the ticking thing. And he's trying to prop it up while they're having the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So good. All right. All right. Hit me. I just did. You did strawberries. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> Okay. All right. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So this is a tough one. A tougher one, I'll say. And listen. Like, Carefully. Just don't. Just take a second. At the end of Thor Ragnarok, where are the Infinity Stones? So you mean to list off where all of them are? Mm-hmm. 
So Doctor Strange still has the Time Stone at this point. Mm-hmm. Loki has whatever the Tesseract is, whatever stone that is. That's the Space Stone? Yep, Space Stone. Uh, Vision still has the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. The Soul Stone's still on Vi- Voromir. Mm-hmm. The Reality Stone is still with the Collector at this point. And Thanos has the Mind Stone. Not the Mind Stone. Vision has the Mind You already said the Mind Stone. Oh, uh, uh, what's left? He has the one that's left. Right. Which one is it? The Power Stone? The Power Stone. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to stump you because it was at the... Because we don't find out that he has it until Endgame. Yeah, I was like, uh, he's got it because he does the thing with Thor's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, was that that was five? Yeah, did we make it all the way through? Yeah, I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we both missed one, and they were pretty hard questions. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll have to do that again. I I think so. I think we will. And uh, and now I we're gonna we're gonna talk about our rankings of the MCU of the MCU again up to Far From Home. So the Infinity, the saga. first twenty three films, correct. Um. And so I will uh where do we want to start? Do we want to start at the lowest or we want to start at the um that definitely the think we need to start at the bottom for sure. All right. Number twenty three. Who you wanna go first? Uh sure. Number twenty I think three. I think we're gonna be in agreement here. That would be Thor the Dark World. Oh really? I put Captain Marvel as my as my lowest one. Oh. I didn't love Captain Marvel, but she's she's higher. There's enough in that that redeem like I guess I, yeah, I have you, you never do see Coulson again. The only time I've gone and, and watched the Dark World again is it like before Endgame come out when I would rewatch all the movies. But I've never see, wanted to go back and rewatch that movie. See, I will rewatch Dark World, but I I don't ever get a hankering where I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta rewatch Captain Marvel, man. Like, yeah, I don't really either, but <laughs> I'll get I'll, I'll rewatch Rag. But uh, Sam Jackson's good in it, and and uh, like the story is not bad. Like I just I love right the story's not bad, but out of the yeah. other twenty two films, right. it's definitely yeah. I think it's definitely better than strong. better than than that. So you okay, did well. uh, Captain Marvel's at the bottom. Yeah, Captain Marvel is at my bottom. Okay, number 22, Thor. <laughs> really? You put Thor down that yeah, low? Yeah. I, d- oh, I, don't, dude. I don't care for it. It's not great. Dude. Uh, I think I think right here, the next one I would have to put Dark World, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Question. I mm-hmm. probably should have asked this earlier. Are we including the Incredible Hulk? Uh yes, that goes to my next one, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. And we can agree that twenty twenty one is Incredible Hulk. I agree with yeah, you on that. Yeah, we're yeah. That's a, that's a lock at twenty one. Hey, and this is episode twenty one. Boom, the Incredible Hulk episode. Boom. All right, going on to the next one, number twenty. Iron Man two. 
dog for real iron man 2 is so it, like that's one of my guilty pleasure movies that's fine like i i can enjoy here's the thing i can enjoy watching any of these movies eh, that's not true <laughs> from 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 hulk on i can enjoy watching any of these movies all right um my next one's gonna be thor uh, and that leads into number 19, My Captain Marvel. Be there. All right. I know I just gave you shit for putting this one down there, but, I mean, realistically, it's a guilty pleasure. I don't know why I like it so much, but it definitely is. Oh, man, but there's so many good fucking moments in Iron Man 2. But, like, I'm looking through what's what's coming up, and I'm like, those are really good. Does this mm-hmm. really compare to that? Yeah, that's and, that's and it doesn't. So Iron Man Two is going next for me. Yeah, that's the thing is like as you're, it's like so first I just listed them all out, and then I just kind of would like move them. It's like, well, this goes above this one, and it's just that's the hard thing is when you some movies you're like, well, this goes way up at the top. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so we're what on eighteen? Uh, I think nineteen's. 23, 22, 19. 21, 20, so 19, 19 was Captain right. Marvel. So my number 18 uh, is Doctor Strange. Really? The first one. That's and I surprising. And I, I do enjoy that movie. I will say I do enjoy that movie. That is surprising. Um, Honestly, my next one's got to be probably Ant-Man and the Wasp. Man. See, that's that's guilty pleasure for me. That's... I mean, I I definitely put that one higher than most people would, for sure. See, the Thor tr- or the Iron Man trilogy is my guilty pleasure. I'll watch all three of those back to back to back any day in the week. I'll watch any Iron Man movie for sure. Uh, okay, so next would be Ant Man, the first one. Which really? again, I I like I I really like Ant Man. I like Paul Rudd. Th- you know, it's a fun movie. But it's, you know. So what? We're, what? This is uh, 17? Uh, yes. Uh, So I just did 17, yeah. Uh, I'm about to do some adjustments on the fly. This is really tough. I probably should have written this down beforehand, so. I'm, I'm, I'm making some adjustments. Yeah. Like on the fly. This is because here's here's my thought process. The Spider-Man movies were good, so I'm trying to think of which was better. And I think Homecoming was better than Far From Home. But Far From Home was really good, so it's like, do I put it here or do I put the Avengers, the first Avengers movie? Because while it's good. At 16? There are some cheesy moments in it that, oh, man, but damn, there are some banger moments in it. Fuck, this is really hard. All right, uh, title of my sex tape. Uh, no, it isn't. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey now, you're a rock star, all-star. Fuck, I fucked that up too, god damn it. All right, I'm going to quit stammering. I'm just going to put Doctor Strange right here. Okay, Doctor Strange. Uh 
See, this is when now we're getting to the point where it feels bad to list movies this low because they mm-hmm. are still really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're going to agree with me here. But the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, that's going way higher up for me. Nah. Yeah. That's going way higher up for me. I, it's a fun movie. I really enjoy it, but, you know. Eh. I think you're probably not going to agree with me on this one, but I think I'm going to put Black Panther here. Yeah, Black Panther's a, a tough one. It's, it's, it's not that Very it's not that visually far stunning. Me. Yeah. The thing is there's a lot about Black Panther that I really like and and I think it's one of the most well done movies in the mm-hmm. MCU. Not necessarily the most compelling story. Uh I no, I really enjoyed the story, but you know It is a little skewed that our first introduction in the MCU with Black Panther was Civil War mm-hmm. where he essentially dons the mantle of king and we don't really know shit about wakanda yet in the mcu so like i think that kind of did it a a disjustice you know or an injustice sorry well spider-man was introduced in that movie also but we've been introduced to the spider-man before in the movies everybody knows spider-man oh well i knew who t'challa was i've been looking forward to i was looking forward to that for a long time well i just don't feel like black panther was explored as much before that movie like well, no, that's why they made series. a movie for it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it, because I, I, like, if we had gotten more about, like, T'Challa's upbringing in becoming the Black Panther, like, receiving the mantle from his father and stuff like that, I would have loved that, because I want to know more about that. Like, yeah, but they also wanted him to be current and pushing the current story forward, I think. And Yes, and and bringing the vibranium into the world of the MCU and all the implications, you know, that there's that there is with that. So. What you got next, man? Um, okay. Next. Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's, and I will that's say that is one I've watched just as much as almost any of them. I really love I oh. really enjoy that movie. Don't get me wrong, I've watched all of them several times, but yeah. I just I have my mm-hmm. Yeah. My ones that I go for. Uh, so what is this, 14? 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. So this is 15. Right. Uh, oh, this is tough. Because, <sighs> like... I'm thinking about how things tie in, and I'm like, oh, but that brings that in, and that was really cool, and mm, I'm I'm going to go far from home here. Far from home? Yes. Okay. And just because I feel like, no, they may have plans to bring in Mysterio from a different universe and him actually be badass. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got gypped on Mysterio. That's the only reason I'm going to put it right there. Okay. I'm a big Spider-Man guy, so, like, Mysterio is a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. And for him to just be like, I'm faking it all. It's drones. I'm really pissed off at Tony Stark. He fucked me over. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's also how I feel about Quantumania, too. I feel feel like MODOK was... 
mm. misused. I don't even want to talk about quantum mania. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the list for me, Iron Man three. Which Sam again, I really enjoy that movie. But it's just there's I can't put it above some of these other ones. That's the that's the thing. Oh man, this is tough. I'm probably gonna go with Guardians Volume Two here. So two is is uh or one is going to be higher for you then, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well, yeah. Then my yeah my next one is is also Guardians two. Fair. Oh man, I love it, but I just can't. I can't justify putting it above some of the other ones. I'm really torn between two right here, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Iron Man three right here. Yeah, I hate I hate to be that man. That's the thing is, just like some of these just have to have to be, you know. Yeah. All right, my number twelve uh, is going to be Black Panther. And that's fair. I mean, it is it is very good, and there are a lot of iconic camera movements and just iconic moments in general in that movie like yeah. when Michael B. Jordan's character takes over after defeating Chala, or T'Challa there's that whole camera movement where the camera starts upside mm -hmm. down yes. in the elevator and then yeah. whips over oh chills yeah, yeah. and the, I mean it's it's such a good movie it, it really is the I love the music to it and like it is Probably the most visually stunning movie in the MCU, or pretty damn oh, close. Yeah. Pretty damn in, close. In game, I can see being up there because there's a lot of just really incredible things. But yeah, but it's just yeah, some of these just are yeah they gotta see. I gotta go somewhere. Looks great. I just after a certain point, I didn't like the nano suit for Tony for for Iron Man. Yeah. It just, but in, it, in but comparison it made sense to with the OG suit, yeah. yeah, I mean, it does make sense, but in just comparison to the OG suit, you can't beat the actual fucking suit that they built, man. Like, yeah, but I mean, what I what I love about Tony's suits is every time we see a new one, he's done something for a certain reason. Like he did the nanotechs because Ant Man climbed inside of his shit and and messed up his suit. And so now he's like, I can't even have these little spaces. And he put the yeah. heater in his suit, which Iron or Spider Man mm -hmm. got the benefit of because of what happened in Iron Man three. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Is um, it me or you? What did you you said Black Panther? I we started Black talking Panther. about yeah, yeah. that. I think it's you. It is me. Hi. Hi, my friends. <laughs> Um, so I, I already did that one. I think I'm going to have to put Captain America, the f first Avenger. Okay. I'm torn. I'm to Actually, no, I'm going to, I'm going to strike that from the book and I'm putting the first Ant-Man here. 
Oh God, yeah. How have you not used that one yet? Okay. Um, I I enjoy it. Okay. Uh, my next one for number eleven is gonna be. I keep I I went back and forth on these. Spider Man Far From Home. Fair. So this is film 11. Oh, this is tough. This is getting tough. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to just put First Avenger down here. Captain America, First Avenger. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, cracking the top 10, Spider-Man Homecoming. I would also put that right here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine, the first Avengers. Uh, number nine for me is Guardians Volume One. Okay. I can respect that. I'm l- I'm making adjustments on the fly here. Okay. Uh, no worries. <laughs> number eight, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Fair. Uh, so number eight for me. Is this eight for mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Okay. Number eight for me. I'm gonna have to do. Uh, this is hard. That is what she proclaimed. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do the first Avengers here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number seven, Avengers Endgame. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Endgame seven for you? Yep. Because here's my thing about Endgame. It's not allowed to go up that high because it's essentially just a greatest hits, you know? And I I very much enjoy Endgame. Uh it has I mean, if if we if we're talking about individual moments, it is so I mean Cap wielding Mjolnir is the best moment Iconic. in the MC, is you know. But I just you know Story-wise and just like as a total thing, uh, yeah, that's where it's got to go, which surprised me. So it leaves this movie out of the first phase left. It leaves this one and this one out of the second phase. It leaves this one. Ah, fuck, that's a banger. That's also a banger. That's a banger. And that's a banger. I mean, we're in, we're in we're in banger territory. Yeah, they're all bangers. I think I'm gonna go with Age of Ultron here. Okay. All right, number six. Iron Man. I th- mm, man. Yeah, Iron Man Iron Man can go up there. All right. 
All right. Cracking the top five. And if you would have told me this a few years ago, I thought you're crazy because I used to shit all over this movie. But Age of Ultron. See, Age of Ultron is so good. And I didn't appreciate it, but it is so freaking good. That's the one that we started going to see them all together with, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's number five. Mm, I'm going to put Endgame as number five. Okay. All right, the top four was real, real difficult. Um, yeah. Number four, Captain America Winter Soldier. Number four for me, Civil War. Number three, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is also my number three. Number two, Captain America Civil War. Um, hold on, I gotta spell this right or it's gonna drive me insane. <laughs> okay, so where are we at? Three, two? I just did number two. I took a number N- two. Number two for me is going to be Infinity War. And my number one is Infinity War. And my number two, or number one, is uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Honestly, the th- in the, to- in the f- top four, any of those could have been number one. It just depends on my mood at the time that I came up with it. All right, so those are our rankings for the, for the Infinity Saga. I hope, uh, you know, six or eight of you enjoyed that. I hope so, because that was fun. <laughs> that was a good that time. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's move on to our next thing. We've got a, a, a new uh, – um, well, it's not new. Uh, but the next thing we're going to do is we are going to read a script. And this is dum, a dum, dum. script that has been prepared by a bot. Not an AI, a bot, I guess. Uh, and it was made to watch, I believe, 100 hours or something of Friends. And so we've got a couple scripts that we're going to read from that. Uh, and the first one, I will go ahead and start us off. <coughs> Interior, Central Pork. The Friends sit. Coffee makes them exist. They're dressed <laughs> like 1997. It is 1999. The numbers are different. Friend Ross, I made sex with a dinosaur. What can I do? It's my student. (laughs) Friend Monocle, brother Friend Ross, you have upset us. It is wrong to teach. Friend Joey eats a magazine that Phoebe was dating. (laughs) Friend Phoebe, now I'm single. I was double. Friend Chandelier, single? (laughs) Double, you are baseball. I highly doubt it. I'm I am chandelier. The laps are issued out. Friend Rachel is a haircut. <laughs> what? Friend Joey. I'm auditioning to be Urkel's car. Friend Joey stands and acts like a crab. Friend Joey thinks crabs equal cars since he is the friend that hates his brain. <laughs> friend chandelier in catchphrase language. Could that be more any? (laughs) 
The laps are issued out more than before <laughs> due to inflation. <laughs> Friend Ross. Oh, no, my student found me. Help. A dinosaur enters the shop. This happened much in 1999. Friend Joey. Me, the car machine, will help. Friend Joey walks up to the dinosaur, pretends it is a People magazine, and eats it like a People magazine. No laps are issued out. This is sad. Dinosaur was show's best character. Friend Chandelier. You are a fool. We must now go all to the fountain and die. Theme song plays. <laughs> oh, okay. That was good. All right, here's another. This one I haven't I haven't read first. It's, it's a little bit long, but it's not, not super long. Okay. All right. Ooh, this one has a title. Friends, the one with the chimney shoes. Interior Monica's apartment. Ross and Rachel enter holding a bag of hot coffee between their stomachs. <laughs> 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 Ross, just admit you kissed that barracuda. Just admit it. Rachel, what I do with Chandler's dad is none of your business. <laughs> Chandler, um, the last time I heard that phrase, my mother donated six million bucks to Halloween. So, yeah, I'm Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Ross laughs hysterically at a picture of the female reproductive system, then leaves the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> what? Chandler does a fake sound of a, of triumph. Opening credits. Theme song erupts. The friends enter the water, flicking each other until Ross becomes sad and Joey becomes Ross. <laughs> an umbrella, an umbrella opens, and it is the time for the umbrella dance. Joey looks satisfied, and this is good. The friends, they all look awkward. So what? The friends all hug each other on an outside couch. Interior Monica's apartment. Chandler dances into the apartment, breaking everything. Monica starts screaming incoherently from her bedroom. She opens the door and tries to imitate Chandler, who instantly becomes depressed. <laughs> Chandler, fine, I'm sorry. Chandler's dance is over. Chandler exits, and the audience is shocked. Monica, okay, well, the couch is a little bit torn. I can still act normal because I, Monica Geller, am not insane. <laughs> Monica gives the couch a dead-eyed look, and it instantly falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> Joey has been there the whole time, pretending to stir a bowl. <laughs> uh, Joey, hey, now we have to stand up. I hate standing up. Phoebe, who's in a fake dog, enters from its head. <laughs> what? <laughs> Phoebe, hey, you guys, want to come to the hospital with me for a little? Uh, for a little weird thing I'm going to do there, Monica, I have to base a few things and then do this whole thing where I can't believe you did something stupid. Joey, I can't either. I've got an audition for the part of Electric Francisco. How do my lips look? Chandler enters again to be the king of heckles. <laughs> Chandler, do you want do you want my joke about your lips? Because I have one. Phoebe, good luck with your stupid name, Chandler. Water breaks through the window and rushes into the friend's room. Joey looks flattered. Joey, I guess Chet, the god of moisture, thinks I'm hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Chet, the god of moisture? Oh, that's good. That's, that's episode title material right there. That's a, that's a character we can create. Chet, the moisture god? Yes. Interior large apartment bathroom. We are in laughter as Rachel puts her bone puts on her bone cream. 
Monica and Phoebe stand in the shower eating a spoonful of breath cake. Rachel, you know what? Onion means love to me. It smells like every guy I want to marry. Is that weird? Monica, onion marriage? That's so vividly not okay. I just want some chimney shoes. Phoebe, I don't want a sexy guy. I just want a guy who likes knitting. Rachel, didn't no ears Mark like to do that? <laughs> Phoebe. Isn't that Paul Rudd's character? <laughs> <laughs> no ears Mark? Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, what was the other one? Anyway, th- I'm not going to accept it. Uh, Phoebe, I just want a guy who likes knitting and has at least one ear. Monica, didn't one ear Tyler like? <laughs> Phoebe, goddamn you all, stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> interior, interior Joey's audition day. Joey is auditioning for the part. He starts laying cigs on a slice of toast. Joey, oh yeah, smoky sandwiches. Joey starts crying in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, no, 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 no. Joey realizes he is confused by sound he is making. (laughs) (laughs) Joey, I made a stupid mistake. The acting people loudly mock Joey with their eyes. Chandler bursts into the studio laughing about all the pesto he just ate. Chandler, yeah, I find the vending machine attractive, so what? Interior Monica's apartment, evening. Ross enters the doorway, slipping on Christmas wrapping. The friends point at his feet and gasp. Ross looks proudly at the friends and puts on sunglasses. <laughs> Ross, you can call me Mr. Emotions from now on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the friends scream and cheer except for Monica, who's hiding under the big box in the corner. Monica, from inside the box, I just cleaned Ross with a plastic brush. How did he get so much more slutty? Monica has a breakdown again, and small Ross laughs hysterically from outside the box. Chandler slides into the room on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler, could I be more snakes? <laughs> uh, interior hospital day. Phoebe and Ross are holding a large tank of bandages while the doctors look on shyly impressed. Phoebe, oh, this will be the best gift. My new pet fox has his birthday today. Yay! Ross, when did you buy a vicious animal? Phoebe, wow, that's a rude thing to say about a birthday boy. Ross gets the saddest we've ever seen, Ross. Oh, no. Ross, I overslept, and now the museum is going to punish me by making me lonely. (laughs) Phoebe and Ross look at the TV in the hospital waiting room. Chandler and Joey appear on screen. Chandler, guys, it's me. Hey. Ross, you want some kind of trophy, Wango? Joey, you got mean, Ross. Chandler, (laughs) yeah, you're not a friend anymore. Ross screams in pain as he fades into nothing. Interior Central Perk Night. Phoebe's the one to watch her with her cordless guitar. The one to watch here with the cordless guitar. The friends watch in the room of angry people watch as Phoebe is the song woman. Phoebe singing, tunnel boy, tunnel boy, my healthy boy in the dark. My tunnel boy is at it again. He's never been to the park. La, 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 tunnel man. (laughs) (laughs) Gunther looks scared of Phoebe's song because the friends know it's about him. Joey gets up and hurries off to watch a woman kissing a bag of quarters. (laughs) The woman groans at Joey laughing at his stupidity. Rachel is clearly wearing a shirt that says, 
Buell Queen? B-U-L-E Queen? Okay. Or is that Bulb Queen? Okay. Uh, Phoebe, both Rachel and I have appointments to get our money stolen. Ooh, bragging is fun. Rachel, Phoebes, I don't have time for this. My new boyfriend wedding Greg is going to the beach, and I need to give him a bottle of soda to throw at the birds. Monica (laughs) exits, expertly waking up all the babies in the coffee shop. Joey returns to the couch, feeling like the worst Joey. Joey, story of my life. Everyone is is a jerk and is busy gossiping about babysitters. Monica runs back in so fast that the window breaks and water rushes into the coffee shop. Joey winks at the water knowingly and gives it a sexy nod. Monica, (laughs) oh my goodness, I found out. I... I got my own chimney shoes. Rachel gets angry inside thinking about the shoes, but instead starts proudly clapping. The friends all start laughing at the idea of a cabinet full of romantic Russian folders. The end. <laughs> what is the, the the moisture god? What in the world? Chet the moisture god. Uh, yeah, man. Chet the moisture god. Uh, you know what? I think... Uh, we're going to read up on Chet the Moisture God, see if it's somebody we need to be doing a sacrifice for, kind of the situation. Uh, but we'll be right back in a GIF. Uh, enjoy this word from one of our sponsors. Hi, I'm Zane Zilliams, owner of Zane Zany Bizarre Bazaar. It's with a heavy heart that I must announce that we must close our doors forever, which means we have to sell everything. That's right. Our loss is your gain. All of our prices have been slashed like Edward Scissorfinger's waterbed. From today until April 2nd, every single item in this store is 95% off. That is the steal of a lifetime, folks. <laughs> kidding no one's gonna buy this stuff why did i think this was a good idea hey 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 don't don't worry i'm sure people will come buy this stuff no they won't i haven't sold anything in six months Uh, that that's just a little bit of a dry spell (laughs) that's how long we've been open don't worry i'm sure this will make a difference getting the word out who, who knows no, it's pointless. Oh, come on. It, it can't hurt. Why don't you show some of the inventory? <sighs> you want to see some of the inventory? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> come buy one of these. It's an off-time bleep button. Allow me to demonstrate. I can't fucking believe how fucking stupid I was to spend my life savings on this fucking shit that not doing it for you no problem how about this magic eight cube will i recoup any of my money (laughs) what do you know it's stuck in the fucking corner you know what never mind never mind the sale's canceled i'm burning this fucking the ground one of the Wayans brothers needs to be a uh, Falcon, for sure. Oh yeah, Damon, I think. Oh, Damon Wayans Jr. Coach, yeah. yes, absolutely, Coach. I I heard so. I I listened to part of a an interview with um, Lamar, uh, who play, um, 
Winston, right? Winston, yeah. Um, and I didn't really know how that whole casting shook out, you know? So what happened, they offered that part to him, to Lamar. But he had, like, literally... So he was doing two auditions with New Girl and having callbacks with that, and then with this other thing on CBS... He got the offer from the CBS one, and then like three hours later, the other the new girl reached out to him and offered him the part, and he was like, "You're three hours too late." Um, and so, but they didn't want to like make a new. They didn't want to just make him coach. They really liked him, like they just so they just wanted to make him a new character. And so when his other show got canceled, they they were like, or or it didn't get picked up. They were like. Will you come back? And he's like, absolutely. Damn. And of course, and of course, Damon Wayans was dealing with the opposite thing, which he was on a show. I can't remember the name of uh, better things or something. And it got picked up for a second season. They didn't think it was going to. So that's why he got cast in new girl. But then when it got picked up, he had to go back to that one. So I didn't, I didn't know how that that, had that all. Cause it was like, did they just like, we need a black guy. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely what it felt like, you know, but no, apparently like, he was in, he was initially um, coach? Uh, initially got the the role. Yeah. I don't think I could have seen him as coach, man. Oh, it it, now it, Damon it went exactly how it was supposed to. Oh, Damon yeah. Wayne's is coach, and Lamar he's not. He's, you he's know, not, not that he couldn't do it, but Winston is just so when good. he mm, such a good character. This is he a sad him, song. This is a sad song. All right. You know what? Uh, I think it's time to get into another game. Uh, but before we do, Ba-ba-ba-bum. real quick, <coughs> Jack, pick a card. Card seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jesus Christ, I've got seven cards. Maybe eight. Mm. All right, let's see what it says. It's it is upside down. down. <laughs> upside down. I'm not reading it this time, I promise. All right, I got you. Got it? All but right, hey, go ahead. Lucas. Hmm? Yeah. Just so you know, if you ever want to successfully perform tax evasion, mm-hmm. you need to just put all of your records under someone else's social security number, preferably somebody who's dead and they're not going to notice the, the, mm. this shit. You take their social security number and then you just run all of your shit on them and then you don't have to worry about taxes or nothing and then they're the ones that get fucked and you're just like, meh, a free man. Okay. I don't see what <coughs> what taxes tax have to do with my vinyl records, but... Sure. Just I'll I'm giving you some good sincere advice. I'll if you okay. ever need it, just just put it in a little lockbox in the back of your mm-hmm. brain and hold it for later. Yeah, definitely. That's that's information that I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I get in the le- if whenever I get into trouble like that, I transfer all of my money to Creed Bratton. <laughs> oh man. You know, that reminds me of uh, the on the office uh, with um, oh gosh, Gabe, and the when they went to Gettysburg, and he delivered the the speech. You know, four score, 
and seven years ago, our forefathers brought forth the new bacon <laughs> with liberty and justice for all unto the end of time and the beginning of time. And, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So <laughs> yep, those are cool. those are a, words to live by. Iconic that's such words. A, that's such a good speech. That's such a good speech. All right. Now I think it's time to get into a little rock, paper, scissors, other thing. Boom. Boom. I went with a, right. an explosion instead of the... Um, the pew, 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 pew. Yeah, you know, change it up <laughs> on him. <laughs> yeah. Throw him a curveball. All right. Uh, so for, for those of you listening along at home that may not know, uh, rock, paper, scissors, other thing is played just like you would play rock, paper, scissors. But once you have a winner... The winner will then name a category. Then the loser will have to say something in that category. Then the winner will say something in that category, and they will go back and forth until one of them cannot. And whoever cannot then will actually be the loser uh, of that round. And we are gonna we're gonna do the best uh, best of three, I think. Two out of three. Yep. And. Yeah, so, uh, and this is, yeah, obviously you can play this at home. I hope you do, and I hope you enjoy it. So, Jack, are you ready? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get a category in mind just so we don't have to wait in case. Um, uh, got it. I got my yeah. category. Okay. All right. You ready? <coughs> are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. And I right. won a game of surprise questions. Ah, you got me. Finally. Dang Vindication. It. Okay, now let's play How this does game. it feel, huh? It honestly, like, boosted my self-confidence to that of a six-foot man. Uh, I'm a lowly-statured five-foot man, five-foot-nine man, so I feel- fool. You fucking fool. You fucking fool. I just taller. got you. I just got you right back. No! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back down to five-nine, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who don't know, there's a game called Questions, and it's where you have a conversation, and you can only say questions. It's a very fun game, and uh, we like to play surprise questions where the other person doesn't know we're playing, so we just ask them a question, and they answer it, and we say, ah, you lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's do this thing. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors. Shoot, shoot. Oh, got me. Okay. All right, that's one. What's your category? I thought it was best two out of three. Oh, we're going the best the two out of three all the way around. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's so my category is sodas. Okay. Uh, Royal Crown. Seven Up. Dr. Pepper. Sierra Mist. Mountain Dew. Sprite. Starry. Dr. Pepper. Canada Dry. Ooh. A&W I'm pretty sure I said Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> but we can Fuck. keep going. We'll, we'll listen to the tape. But I think All right, what did I you th- say? I think you're right. You did say Dr. Pepper. When I said it, I was like, that sounds very familiar. Like somebody said it. So I'll give it to you. I'll give I think you I did because then I was trying to think of like the, the Kroger off-brand, and I couldn't think of it. I think uh, it's like Mr. Salt. I don't know. Uh, well, Food Lions is Dr. Perky. Dr. Perky. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. All right, well, that's yours. All that's right. your first one. Put give yourself a tally mark, a All tally right. whacker. All right, I got a whacker. All right, ready? <laughs> yep, let's get this. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
Ooh, gotcha. Oh, you got me that time, huh? Paper geodes. Geodes. God bless you. What are you? So, so you're saying rocks? We have to name rocks. No, you have to name geodes. What? What is a ge? Hold on, to Google. You can't Google what? You can't What's a geode? Google. I don't even know what a geode is. If you, I mean, if you're we, running out of me, time. If when we get to me, my only answer is geo, dude. That's that's gonna be it because that's a Pokemon. So <laughs> it's like uh, crystals and shit. We'll try. Do you have any? I got a couple of them, but they're probably gonna be the ones that you go with. Okay. Rose quartz, amethyst. That was gonna be my next one. Diamonds. No. I don't know if diamonds are. I, I mean, maybe. No wait, because aren't diamonds like the ones that are formed by plant? Like, okay, so th- <coughs> I know they're a girl's best friend. But pearls. Pearls are the one I was thinking of that are the clams. Yeah, I think diamonds is. I think uh, topaz. Uh, uh, tiger's eye. Yeah. Um. Uh, opal. Damn, you read my mind on that one. Literally, what I was gonna say. This is freaky stuff, man. Mm. Um. Uh, um. <laughs> my brain keeps wanting to go amethyst because I know we have a chunk of it somewhere. It's like the purple spiky, uh, and then it makes me think of Mace Windu's lightsaber. So I, I'm gonna have to give it to you on that one. All right. Honestly, like I was gonna lead with rose quartz, and so when you did, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, not as well versed in those, and apparently not super well versed in sodas either. That was my category. <laughs> All right. Well, that was. I mean. Best that two or three, but let's let's, let's do best of again. five. Let's do best of five. Yeah, let's just let's just go again. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, got me. Um, this is hard. I only had one category. Um. Actors from The Office. That's the thing that's coming to my mind. Okay. <coughs> um, Steve Carell. Will Ferrell. John Krasinski. Kathy Bates. Ed Helms. Uh, what the fuck is his name? He plays Ultra. James Spader. Idris Elba. Ray Romano. <laughs> Jim Carrey. That's true. I forgot about that one. That's good. That was really good. Uh, Ricky Gervais. That's what was going to be my next one. Um, oh, God. What's her first name? I'm totally blanking on her first name. Rain Wilson. Jenna Fisher. Jenna. I couldn't think of Jenna. Jeez. Um, Creed Bratton. BJ Novick. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Jay Novick. <laughs> Mindy Kaling. Uh, Craig Robinson. Um, uh, Brian Baumgartner. Kevin, yeah. Um, damn. 
damn, damn, damn. I can do this. Ellie Kempor. Rashida Jones. And see, I want to say that Angela is her actual first name, but it's like Killings, Kill, kill mm, something. Yeah, I don't know what her last name is, but I, uh, yeah, the first name is Angela something. something. Oh, so we can do that with Phyllis something. then. <laughs> yeah, because well, Stanley something too, because his <laughs> name, I'm pretty sure his name is actually Stanley. I could be uh, no, it is not. Oh, it is not? Then I'm out. His, I'm out his on that one. First name is Leslie. Damn. And I only know that from a, a blooper where uh, Steve Carell accidentally calls him Leslie. Damn. Actually, my next one was going to be Conan O'Brien. I forgot about that one. Damn. At first, I was going to say Tina Fey. I was like, no, that's just who we thought it was. Oh, yeah. But like, Conan just no, walking through w- New York City. She was actually in that episode. No, no, Conan O'Brien no, was the one who walked Conan, by, and he yeah. was talking about Tina Fey walking Because he went day. up to her. He's like, hey, it's Tina Fey. He's like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> and then he gets mad because they didn't tell him that Conan walked by. <laughs> oh, Jack. Slacking. <laughs> I'm slacking. Let's keep rolling. Let's see how, let's let's see do this. how deep I can get this grave. Let's see what my high score can be. <laughs> 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 All right, ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Boom. Got me. Hmm. Let's go actors from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, shit. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Josh Radner. Jason Siegel. Uh, Colby Smolder. Damn. I think that's probably about all of them I know. Uh, Will Forte. Oh, shit. I forgot. I was like, who's Will Forte? Yeah, dude. Will Forte is a great reoccurring character. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne Brady. All right. Um, we have one main character. Bob right? Saget. <laughs> Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> fuck. God. Um. So, uh, David Henry plays one of the kids, dude from Disney Channel. He plays one of the kids that they recorded like one time and just kept that same fucking clip for the entirety right. of the show. Um. I think you got me. That's not. That's not a show that I know well enough. Like I've watched. Most of it, I had two ready. I never went back and rewatched it. I was trying to think of Jason Siegel's dad, but I don't know his name. Oh, I don't know his name either. But he plays uh, uh, Patrick on um, yeah. SpongeBob. But there's also uh, Allison Hannigan. We didn't use her yet. We didn't say her. I can never remember her name. Oh yeah. yeah. As soon as you said, it, I was like, "That's yeah." Yeah, and then I was gonna go John Lithgow, who plays Barney's dad. That's right. That's right. All right, three to one. Woo! Comeback king. Okay, we'll we'll do two more to to give Jack a chance to tie, and then if we tie, we'll do a tiebreaker. How about that? All right. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Cut me up. Cut me up, Doc. 
types of hat. Okay. Okay. I think I can do this. Flat build baseball cap. Derby hat. Pork pie hat. Oh, that is a derby hat, isn't it? Are they the same thing? Derby hat and pork pie hats? Yeah, it's a specific thing. Uh, Fedora. Uh... The cabbie hat. The fuck? Golf hat? Is that what that's called? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I think it's newsy hat, newsboy, well, something I'll go like beanie. that. But I'll go beanie. A beanie okay. is safe. Yeah. Um, a bowler. A cowboy hat. A top hat. Um... Oh, uh, a bucket hat. A party hat. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I feel like there's some bigger ones that we're missing. I'm trying to also go through my hat collection. So would you? So this is a flat bill. Mm-hmm. And then the regular baseball cap, the rounded, okay. the curvature one. Sure. A beret. Oh, damn. That's a good one. I had to wear those in ROTC. Shit. Why didn't I think about that? A garrison Was it raspberry? Cap. I had a red one, yeah. A visor. Mm, that's a good one. Um, a bandana? It covers your head. That's not a hat. But it covers it's a, your head. It's a, it's a bit, well, it's, I mean, anything that's fabric that's, you're not gonna you're not gonna say hey can you grab me a hat and they're like did you mean this bandana <laughs> yeah you're no right. I meant my hat <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well um I'm out <laughs> boom four Ten to one hat. <clears throat> oh see I didn't know I was gonna say that and I was like no it's the same as a cowboy hat but a flat bill and a Curved baseball? No, it's just you didn't curve the bill of your baseball cap. It's not a different hat. But you can buy curved ones, and you can buy flat bills. And they specify when you when you look at it, they're like snapback flat bill or snapback curved. Right. right. But but also, it's not really different though. It's just the bill has been curved. It is the same hat. I think I think we're gonna have to de- agree to disagree. On you this can one. tell because here's a flat bill and here's a cur- it's the s- it's the same thing. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Those are, those I are cu- I curved this one. I don't know where to point. <laughs> <laughs> we're at to agree uh, to disagree and ask uh, opinions next week with uh, yeah. With let us people. let us know. Uh, are our bandanas hats? <laughs> well, okay, I can agree with you that a bandana is not a hat, but are are curved hats and flat bills the same? Are, are they two separate things? Is the the question at hand here? Uh, Miss Cluth, can you please send in the next applicant? Thank you. Hi, yeah, come on in there. Hi, nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Uh, hey, struggling myself, Kenneth struggling myself. Uh, yeah, hi, Kenneth. Uh, thanks. Just have a seat there. 
my name is Kurt Burfer, and I am the, the CEO here of NextGenzix. And uh, yeah, uh, remind me, uh, sorry, I've, I've done a lot of these interviews today. Can you remind me what position you're, you're applying for? Yeah, I'm actually applying for your uh, salivation expert. Okay, yeah, yeah. That is an exciting, exciting position and very integral to the company. Um, so, w- w- you know, we have a lot of open positions. Is there a is there a certain reason why you gravitated to that one in particular? So, when I saw the position for your salivation expert come up, it uh, it provoked a lot of uh, a lot of memories uh, from my childhood. Um, my grandfather, he uh, he is a good old country boy. Uh, and I, uh, trying to uphold for him, but, uh, his favorite pastime would be sitting on the front porch in his rocking chair, and he had a big old jug with three X's on it, and that was his spitting jar. And every third Sunday of the month, it was my job to empty it out and get it cleaned out for him. So, I guess you could consider I do have a fascination with, uh, with salivation. Okay. Yeah, um, it, it's it's good in this position for someone to have an interest, or at the very least, to not have an aversion, because a lot of people do. I mean, uh, obviously, we understand that not everybody wants to work with saliva. We get it. Oh, um, I should also mention I have a an overproductive saliva gland myself. Okay, um, did you read the job description? I may have skimmed through it, but I think okay. I think I can. So you 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 wouldn't be providing. No, no. The I saliva. just thought that that would be a a you know a fun little get to know me bit of information. I got an overproductive uh, okay. saliva gland. Okay. Well, um, let's uh let's see if it's if we need to get to know you or not first. Uh, let's let's see if you if you're going to be a fit here for this position. So um. So. Since you skimmed it, I'll kind of refresh you on kind of what this position is. So this is a remote position, uh, which I know a lot of people want, and it's very, very remote. And what you would be doing is the harvesting and processing of saliva. And uh, and then, of course, you would ship that to us, and then, and then we, we use that for a number of products, uh, you know, Obviously, we have some things in the in the sports industry, some some like kind of electrolyte drinks and, and things like that. But we also have some stuff in in the medicine field. Uh, you know, there mm-hmm. are some medications that they can that they can make. So when um, you say extracting the saliva, what exactly mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah. So basically um, what you would do is collect the, the saliva and and then you know bottle it ship it to us and then and then we can process it from there collect it from where uh there uh it's it's caught into a a vat of sorts it is uh it's 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 not a vat like it's not huge it's yeah, i think it's i believe it's 8 gallons uh is is the size of it and it's it's a you know you don't have to do anything it, it, it you know it goes in there it just falls right out in into the vat and then you just you know you do the bottling and you process it and ship it to us. So <coughs> you said this was a remote position and is that barrel getting shipped to me that I'm 
I'm I'm just confused. Am I doing this in my house? Oh, no, no. When I said remote, I mean. Um, so where where this position is is stationed is in the Arctic. So I th I thought it said that I'll have to I'll I'll check on on the Indeed uh, posting and see if we've what we said there. But yeah, um, and I know a lot of people want the remote position, so we were glad to be able to offer that and, and kind of be at the cutting edge of that. So let me ask you, uh, you know, in what would you say as an employee and, and as like considering what you bring to a company, what would you say is your greatest strength? Well, my greatest strength is to be able to look at saliva and tell whether that person has been using tobacco products. Hmm. Okay. So I don't think that's uh that's probably not gonna be super helpful for you here. So what your the the saliva is not it's not human. It doesn't come from a. Uh, well, I can tell if any anything if I get the saliva, I can tell you if it's got tobacco in it or not. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, polar bears are not known to to do much with tobacco. Sometimes they will have a Coke, and I could see if that maybe you thought you see some brown tint that maybe you get confused there. But yeah, they 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 don't do tobacco, you know, because they're uh, they're bears. So, um, okay, what would you say would be your your biggest weakness? Hmm. My biggest weakness. This stays just between me and you, but occasionally. I mean, I'll determine that, but. I like to taste the saliva too. Okay, and uh, that's fine. I I don't have a problem with that as long as it's within reason. I mean, we have, you Just know, this little this finger dip every is, now and again. Yeah, it's pretty valuable, and 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 that's that's not a bad way to actually test the quality and and, and to tell if maybe there's some some other things going on, some imbalance within the animal, which could you know affect our product down the line. So, uh. Actually, I, I would call that a strength. So maybe we swap the first and second one, you know, because the again we don't need to know if the bears are 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 chewing tobacco. Um, would you consider yourself a team player? Absolutely. There's no I in team unless you're my cousin spelling it. Well, my cousin's not the best okay. speller well, there in is the world. There is an I in this position, so this is usually the only one there. Yes, uh, so yes. Salivation is spelled with at least one I. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, there's not a lot of typing or spelling required. Uh, all, the, all the labels are pre-made. It's, it's, you know, it's bottling and, and slapping a sticker on it. So it's, it's pretty simple stuff. And occasionally you have to subdue and catch a bear. Um, now let me ask Catch you: in in in, uh, in in previous jobs, do you have an example of when you performed, you know, well under pressure, or you know, kind of was able to get something done in a stressful situation? Yeah, absolutely. When I was working down at the shop with my boys, we were working on a, a 1986 Thunderbird trying to replace the carburetor, and uh, damn, nobody could get this damn bolt off. So I said, "Boys, watch here." I hocked a big old loogie on that bolt. And I gripped it as tight as I could with my hand, and I twisted that bolt right out of the socket. Okay. Um, what year did you say that car was? A 1986 Thunderbird. 
Okay. I don't believe they made the Thunderbird in 1986, and I believe most cars by that time had switched to fuel injection. So, um, it's a, it, look. I get it. You're nervous. Sometimes you know we just we say things. It's it's fine. Um, but let's, let's just move on. So where where would you where would you see yourself in five years? Well, if I had to look at myself in the mirror, I'd hope that I'd have a beard, um, a lot fuller than what I got now. My, my I don't really. I'm. I'm not. Uh, sorry. I, I'm not really looking for appearance here. I just mean like, where will you be in life? Like, what will you have accomplished? What will you be doing? That kind of thing. What are your goals? Well, I'll be honest. You're talking about bears, and I've always wanted to wrestle a bear. So, maybe I can subdue a bear. Okay. Well, I the so we don't we we wouldn't want you to wrestle them, uh, because that is why we have an open position. We have equipment uh, to help you subdue the bear. We wouldn't expect you to. Oh, this sounds like a challenge to, to me. To take a a hand to hand combat with a thousand pound animal, um, Hell, because we just know that right that's not going to be or nothing to it. So I think I could take on a thousand pound bear. I mean, we've we've established that that of course didn't happen, but that's okay. So let me let me throw you a scenario. You tell me how how you would handle it. So let's say, um, you know, it's it's the middle of the night. And we get in an order from a high roller client. So sometimes this does happen. We do have uh, private uh, uh, customers that we will sell just the raw saliva to. And so let's say midnight on a, on a Friday, you get uh, uh, an order in from a high roller out of Tokyo. And, of course, you are in the Arctic. And they need it for... Uh, for the next day for a party. How would you handle that? Well, can I, how big of an order are we talking here? Our private uh, co uh, collectors, they they order anywhere from a, a pint to, I'd say, 500 gallons. So let's say it's somewhere in the middle. Well, somewhere in the middle. I'd probably uh, build something to have the canister that is dispensing the saliva up, and then I'd build a little conveyor belt that I can control, and uh, it would lead to a table where all of them would sit, and then I'd just slap the labels on once I got as many as I needed to, and then I'd put them in the box, and I'd ship the box out. I mean, can't be that hard. That's a that's that's a near perfect answer. That's really good. Um, you know, I d I do think you could could be a fit here for this position. Um, so here's what I would like to do. I would like to offer you. Uh, and this will let's this is going to start as as a probationary period, just because we have had some some prob some trouble in the past. So I'm going to offer you a 90 day internship. And uh, for uh, starting, uh, are you free? Starting, am I free right now? Yeah, we've got a, a helicopter on the roof. You can just uh, well, head on I up there. Well, I mean, that fits perfectly. I mean, the rest of the day, I was just going to go drill some beer farts into my cushion at home. So uh, as long as you don't mind them in the helicopter. Okay, great. Well, welcome to the Next Gen team. We're really excited to have you. 
Um, oh, so just real quick thing. Just sign this real quick. Uh, it's just, you know, stupid legally lawyer stuff. Waiver, you know, in the event of a helicopter crash or mauled by a polar bear. Or well, tell me. You know, you frozen to death polar in polar bear Arctic. attacks or whatever you want. Let me just sign mm-hmm. with John Hancock there. Uh, how often do, they do these happen? And could we stop at my house so I can grab my crossbow? Uh, well, we wouldn't want you to harm the animals. That's the last thing that we would want to happen. Oh, um, I'm talking putting some firecrackers on them, lighting the firecracker up in the air and gets their attention, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that, so that would get their attention, but it wouldn't be the kind of attention that you would you would want, probably. Oh, they hell. they would They would come and eat you. Underestimating me. I think okay. I'm just the man to fill your job. All right. Well, I'm I'm so excited to have you. Uh, yeah. Just head on up to the helipad, and they'll they'll take you by their house to get your 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 crossbow. Hell so uh, yeah. we're we're very excited to have you on board. Thanks Saliva so much for coming. Saliva and polar bear expert for Nextgenix. All right. That is correct. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh. Yeah, Miss Cluth. Yeah, no, leave that. Leave that posting up. He's not. Uh, he's not gonna be there super long. He's. Uh, he's. He's really wanting to fight that polar bear. But uh, in the meantime, he'll probably get some shipments out, so it's fine. So you know what I was thinking about the other day, Lucas? Huh. We took a trip. It. It was. It was probably. I'd say. 10 years ago, I would say. So, I was 16. Yeah. You definitely had to get clearance from my parents. But they surprisingly were like, yeah, sure. Um, so, we went and uh, you and Luke decided to try and sneak me into a strip club. That's right. <laughs> uh, not try to. We succeeded. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't. Yeah, don't sell us short there. Yes. Um, that was, yeah. I did think it was a little weird that you guys tried to glue what I assume was fake facial hair on me. I, I hope it was fake facial hair. Um, uh, well, yeah, I mean, but it worked. We got you in there. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we did find out that they were closed for the day. But we got in there, and that's that's the, the important, important part. part. Yeah, so yeah. I have seen the inside of a strip club. Mm-hmm. And you know it's 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 not about the destination, right? It's about the journey. Yes. And 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 that's uh uh I actually didn't clear that with your parents, uh, to be oh. completely honest. Uh, but weirdly, they never brought it up. So yeah, I mean, I was gone for like a solid couple of days. So like, yeah, that's a little concerning. Yeah. I mean, I gave Andrew five dollars to just kind of make excuses, ah. and so I guess that's really all it took. Um, but yeah, we we did a a little little short road trip up into uh, there's uh, up into Kentucky. There's like these caves and things, and of course we we made a pit stop at uh, this this one uh, popular strip club here called uh, the Cave. And, uh, but yeah, we went, uh, and, and did a little bit of spelunking, which was very exciting and a little bit, uh, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially when Luke just decided to like a cannonball with 
no safety. He's just mm. like, man, I'm, I'm going for it. Yeah, he's very lucky that somebody had left an in-ground pool down there, or he would have just, I mean, yeah, you know, at least been paralyzed, you know, at the very least. Yeah, the pool definitely saved, saved his legs, for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, so we went we went down in this cave, and, you know, uh, I, I do get a little claustrophobic, so there were some times where I was having, you know, a little bit of issue. But it, we got into this, uh, this one part, and it was like this huge room inside of this cave, like 20-foot tall, uh, you know, the, the ceiling or, or the roof above us. And it was, uh, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm all assuming. the stalagmites and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, yeah. I never thought that I would actually see, like, in Christopher Nolan, Batman Begins, how the Batcave looks with all of the, all that. Like, I never thought I would see something that would compare to that. But, uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. Until all the bats decided that the flashlights were a little <laughs> bright and my music that I was blaring, which you guys told me to turn off. Yeah. And in hindsight, probably would have worked in our favor. But, uh, yeah. Well, like it was, yeah, so there were, I don't know how many, uh, hundreds at least, and they just, they swooped down and were swirling all around us, and then, you know, we, you know, kind of crouching down, protecting our heads and stuff, and then when Jack and I stood up, we realized Luke wasn't there, (laughs) and I I looked up, and there, the bats had him, they were carrying, they were flying with him, just took him off. Yeah, they weren't like holding him, he was just like laying across a bed of bats, and they were still able to fly with him, which was weird but cool at the same time yeah i mean it was it was a very it was a very bizarre sight um and so we spent the next uh few days trying to find luke and uh we eventually found him uh so the 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 cave system it went pretty far and eventually we found the end of the cave system and it came out um on the river and there was a little ledge until we climbed up and we found him uh just right there outside of a wendy's uh, standing in a lobster tank. <laughs> yeah, don't know where the hell he got this lobster tank. Um, yeah, he might have got. Okay, first off, I don't know if you noticed this. There was a little tag on the lobster tank that said "Property of Michael Keaton." So I'm like thirty-seven oh. percent sure that we stumbled upon Michael Keaton's Batman cave, and he just straight up stole that from Michael. Keaton. You know, I. I, I thought that, but I didn't want to say anything because I saw the giant dime in the T-Rex, and I was like, this might be Batman's cave. Well, see, <laughs> I know? also thought that that was just the shrooms that we were on. Oh, yeah. We did take, uh, let's see. I think normally like three, two, three grams is pretty good, and we took probably, probably four uh, pounds between the three of us. Uh and uh, had had an adventure. I mean, so if we saw the was, same thing, yeah. then we probably actually did stumble upon <coughs> Michael Keaton's Batcave. Oh, almost certainly. Um, but the I don't remember where it is. That's that's yeah. The, don't either. Because I'd love to go back. Yeah, meet know. Michael Keaton. That'd be badass. That would be so cool. Like Beetlejuice himself. You know. Yes. That would be I mean, I can't think of anyone that I would rather meet than other than Jessica Rabbit. 
Oh, yeah, that's, she's high on my list for sure to meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to cartoons that are married to rabbits, I mean, she's at the top of the list. And that's a big list. It is a big list. All right, folks, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Hope you had a good time. Hope we distracted you. Uh, come back next week. Make sure to tell your friends. And until then, bye. Adios. Hey, friends, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you're listening early on, we can't express how much we appreciate that and hope you're enjoying the journey. We want to thank our audio engineer, Logan, for editing the show and getting it out to you. To keep up with us, you can find us at A Decent Distraction on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or if you'd like to send us a message or just say hello, you can shoot us an email at adecentdistraction at gmail.com. Now, our goal is to keep this show free to our listeners, but if you wanted to throw a few coins our way, bit or otherwise, we can keep improving and growing the show and hopefully providing a distraction to those who could use it. Of course, there's no expectation for that. As we said, we want to keep the show free, but if you do feel so inclined, you can do that through Patreon by searching for A Decent Distraction. And you can find me, Jack, personally on TikTok at Jack underscore in the box, and that's spelt with the letter N. If you'd like to keep up with me and see what I'm up to, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Lucas Hudson. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now go distract someone that needs it, unless they're driving.